Hey, let's take a, uh, a swift right turn, shall we? <laughs> we have some news out of the retail industry, Jeff. Uh, out of Forever 21. You ever shop there? Uh, I have not. Um, I think it's more of a female store, is it not? But You're probably right about yeah. that. Probably right about that. Well, the Big Box chain uh, went under because of competition. They are closing 200 stores in the U.S. That's about a third of Forever 21's footprint. That's a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty classic um, retail nightmare. I mean, we've seen how many of these, and we keep hearing from professionals that retail is not dead. Brick-and-mortar retail is not dead. I mean, I think there are definitely some that are doing it well, and it's clear to me that the brick and mortar experience can still thrive. You look at something even here in Texas, like neighborhood goods is basically taking online brands that would not otherwise have a brick and mortar or want to invest in a, a standalone brick and mortar. Right. Um, and they're bringing them into one roof, sort of like a mall, but they're, what they're doing really is integrating technology and they're, they have these cameras and sensors that are tracking how people are interacting with the product. So they're getting that insight that they would not be able to get from an Instagram or their website. So there are different stores that are doing brick and mortar really well, but you look at a legacy brand like this, those are the ones that are really in trouble. I mean, they just continued here, Forever 21 did, to double down on massive brick and mortar footprints in expensive real estate markets like New York and right. LA. I mean, that just doesn't really fly. I mean, <laughs> and, and you look at their product, their whole line was, we're gonna be cheaper, but still look good. Mm -hmm. um, and then you realize when you can still get those kind of products on an Amazon or an eBay, their market kind of fell out from under them. So that's kind of the story here. Um, and I mean, the other side, I wanted to kind of get your take on, uh, first I'll get your whole take on everything, but I mean, yeah. malls are huge losers here as well, because you have these huge gaping literal holes in their, yeah. in their businesses now. So that's a whole different side of things. Yeah. I feel like the Forever 21 in North Park here in Dallas is mm -hmm. like, Two stories, maybe. Yeah. I, think, I feel like there's multiple levels to that story. I, I could be wrong about that. But yeah, I, I think every time we talk to a retail expert, they say, you know, retail's not dying. There's not a retail massacre or whatever. But I do think there's a retail revolution going on. Sure. I, think, I think most it's people a good would way of putting agree it, yeah. with that. And along that, uh, to go along with that, there's going to be casualties. And I think Sears is right. a big one. And then uh, it's not completely dead and neither is Forever 21, but very, very much diminished in, in mm -hmm. terms of their footprint and in, in terms of their uh, impact across the country. And I think that I think that you're totally right to point out the factors that um, go into that, right? Like if you're looking for affordable clothing, you know, that still looks good, it used to be that a place like Forever 21 was like your only right. option, right? Or if, if you wanted kind of like that mall type atmosphere, mm -hmm. the latest fashions, the latest trends, but now the internet has made that so widely available. And it's not like Forever 21 couldn't have adapted. They were just slow right. to. They were just too slow to. And now you look at an Amazon that has their own kind of basic brands and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You can already get those things and you can have it shipped to you. Right. And, and so... <laughs> it's so easy nowadays to keep up with what's going on and to get those trends and that sort of thing that it's not necessary to go to Forever mm -hmm. 21 just to see, okay, this is what people are wearing. This is what I want. Let's right. do this. The internet makes that very, very easy. And I don't know that Forever 21 actually ever fully embraced or stepped into that space. Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I think you can still have the brick and mortar spaces, yeah. but if the experience of going there, you need to get people off their couch. You need to basically convince people it is worth getting out of your home, driving to a location, 
to shop there as opposed to ordering online. And if you can't do that, you're going to be out of luck here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not antisocial. I right. enjoy the experience of going to a mall from time to time. But there's no, there is no incentive to step foot in a Forever 21 mm-hmm. store at, at this point. And I think on some level, y- there needs to be if stores like this right. want to continue to exist. And uh, you look at other stores that kind of do what they do. H&M, I think, is mm-hmm. already is kind of ahead of, of them in terms of um, kind of providing fashion forward type stuff at a cheaper cost. So they weren't necessarily perfect, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com industries. Tired of boring marketing content? Don't have the time or budget to create the videos your company needs? MarketScale may be able to help. Ask us how we can create content for your company today.